dude, he was 5'10", but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7"? O cara. Jizzy Assured. I will spread for daddy. Oh, fuck, it's recording. <laughs> oh, we should hit the tube. Oh, we're live on the tubes, aren't we? Jesus Christ, don't give me that in there. All right, well, let's fucking kick it off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you already know who it is. Oh, fuck, it's recording. <laughs> the goddamn echo. Oh, shit, sorry, the echo. Fucking A. Uh, you already know who it is, like I said, like seven times. It's James. It's Zach. Welcome back to the Boda Show. James, how the fuck are you? I am so good that I'm ready to treat all of our audio listeners with some fucking eardrums bleeding down their cheeks. Yeah. Onto their clothes, ruining them. Oxyclean. Yeah, if you if you haven't already noticed, one of us is named ADHD, the other one is also ADHD. So this is gonna be a great episode for you guys. There can only be one James P who is yeah. the real James I, I don't know. I've thought I renamed myself ADHD, but apparently that's not the case because your name is ADHD and now I'm James P. So I don't fucking know. Who knows? <sighs> All right. Well, we got a very interesting show for you guys. It's just me and James. Um, so you, you guys already know how it's gonna go. Dig in. Let's try. Let's try. Let's try to have some semblance of segments here. Let's start off nice and crispy. Nice no and problem. crispy boy. We got the boat of news. I found this Apple Watch. It's not on. All right. Well, Let's get to let's get to the NFL. I think the biggest news in the NFL this at least for this week is JJ Watt being released from the Texans. Fucking thank God that man deserves way more than that organization was giving him. Yeah, I said this in our chat too. Sorry to cut you off and expand on that. But it's, it's me, buddy. It's me and you. If you don't cut me off, then I keep talking, cool. and then we then we get into a real can of worms I don't want to open. <laughs> kind of do. Um, it's I mean it really. Words are fucking tough. You really realize with this decision how much of the NFL comes down to it being a business because of what J.J. Watt has done for Houston, what he's done for the team itself. He's been a fucking spine for them for years. And yeah. And now, I mean, a couple injury-ridden seasons. I think it was a good move for him to move on. I don't understand how they don't try to get capital out of him, but hey, fuck it. It's the Texans. (laughs) <laughs> they got they they traded whomst again and got nothing for him nuke yeah they traded the best wide receiver in the nfl arguably to the cardinals and they got a mcgriddle i don't even know <laughs> they got fucking brandon cooks they they, they got mcdicked is what they got all right they didn't even get they didn't get brandon cooks from them they just signed him didn't they or they trade i, think they so. trade? I don't remember i think they traded for, i don't remember I don't know. They got David Johnson, though. That was awful. He's going to have a fantasy comeback. Suck that dick. I didn't really say he was going to have a fantasy comeback. I just thought he was going to run for 100. No, no, no. no. That wasn't you, Zach. Oh. No naming names. 
Chris? <laughs> that was my first guess because Drew doesn't make mistakes like that. Anyways, um, let's let's talk about some potential landing spots for Mr. Yeye Watt. Um, I, I, I think I, I think it's pretty obvious the kind of teams he wants to go to, and that's ones that could potentially win a championship. I mean, that's what he wants, and that's what every kind of veteran player wants. If they still have a little gas in the tank, they go to a team that they can win a, win a championship now. Um, right. I think I think we've seen a lot of name, a lot of team names being thrown around. I think one that makes the most sense, at least for him, would be the Steelers. Yeah, full I mean, wattage, baby. Yeah, I mean, I personally don't think that would be a good move for him, but no. <laughs> I mean. I don't think J.J. Watt would make a difference on that team. You know what I mean? Th- that defense is already solid enough. Oh, yes, thank you, James. Well, I forgot about that. Um, I just realized it when you said the Steelers. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, that defense doesn't need a J.J. Watt. No. You know what I mean? They, they don't need J.J. Watt. Like, I- I'm thinking, you know, he needs to go to a team that needs him, that needs a player like him in order to move – a defensive unit up to the next level. And so my most logical landing spots, James, and this is going to be a, a huge Boda fucking catastrophe for either of you, if it happens, but I got the Browns and I got the Packers, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I think, I think we see Olivier Vernon leave because of obviously that off the injury week 17 or whatever. And JJ Watt and miles Garrett on the same line. Oh my God, the JJ Watt Brown, first of all, gets first, me rock hard. Yeah, you guys are no pun intended, but full chub. Yeah, chub, 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 cream. And chub, on the chub. flip side, on the flip side of that, for the Packers, I mean, you're you're getting a you know a, a former uh, you know defensive MVP and multiple times, multiple times. Well, yeah, but you know, you win it once, you're still a former. Went it three times, still a former. Um, you have four. Are you a former? Then you're playing with yourself, James. Um, shake it once, that's fine. Shake it twice, that's okay. Shake it three times, you're playing with yourself. With yourself. Yeah. Um, I got the joke, Zach. All right, thanks. No one else did. That's fine. Um, I don't know. I think he would be a good fit for the Packers, obviously with his Wisconsin kind of connection there. But yeah. the Packers' defense could use a player like J.J. Watt to really elevate that that team. I mean, look at what happened in the NFC Championship. And I'll say it was more or less Kevin King. But I mean, yeah. you have a player like J.J. Watt that can actually get to Brady. I mean, forget about I, – I guess I guess forget even forget about that pass rush. I mean, he's just a notorious on-the-line disruptor. And, you know, I mean, I just remember when they were – when the Patriots – what? I don't know. I just hurt. My body hurt. Oh, okay. I don't know what just happened. It was bizarre. Um, well, you know, when the Patriots are playing the Texans, when, you know, I think that this must have been, it was one of the years that he won defensive uh, player of the year. You know, they would have some of the coaches hold brooms up on the line mm-hmm. and try and, you know, maneuver the ball around. Basically, it was J.J. Watt. They were trying to simulate J.J. Watt and how disruptive he is on the line even while he's engaged in a block in the passing game. And I think that's huge for a team that 
you know, if they're having trouble getting to a quarterback, you have a player like that that can disrupt even from the line, and that's huge. And I think that would have been a huge boost to, boost to a Packers team. I think, you know, not many teams are one player off, but I, I could totally see if you add J.J. Watt and he's got a little, you know, left in the tank onto that Packers team. I think they make it past the uh, the Bucks that game. I could see it. I mean, you, that's tough to say, man. It is. It is tough. It's tough to say. It's tough to say, but come on. You don't want to ignite a little fire under Drew's ass? Come on. I always want to light a fire. I always want to be around Drew's ass, but that's not the point. The point is, like, there was very clearly issues with veteran secondary. And, I mean, the pressure would have made a difference, but you can't say that would have been the pivotal point. No, I think it would have helped them a lot more because Brady had a lot of time in the pocket. But besides the point, those are some of the spots that he could end up. I mean, I don't really know what's going to happen. But in other Texans news, they're not open to trading Deshaun Watson at all. Hashtag free fucking Deshaun because that means Deshaun. Hashtag free Deshaun. He needs. We need to get him out of here. We need to start our own Reddit account and drain all the savings from the Texans organization, just like wall street did to those hedge funds. And we need to get, get our mans out. I don't really get the connection of where the hedge funds come in, but I would like draining accounts. I'm into it. All right. Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you, I'm sure everyone saw this. Tom Brady had a, you know, a lovely day celebrating his newest Super Bowl win with uh, his avocado tequila fucking meme thing going on. He was, he was hammered. He's not funny. funny. What? He's not funny. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter if he's funny or not. He was drunk as fuck, so. Yeah. The fact that he threw a Lombardi trophy, like, you know, a five-yard check down was crazy. Crazy. Are you you really shocked about that, though? I mean, fucking Gronk hit it with a baseball. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, if you think about it like this, the man's got seven of them. It's like, you know, he's got a replacement one for his replacement one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure most of the guys were like, you're throwing the only trophy we've ever seen in our entire lives. And he's like, yeah, I got like six more at home. Like, what do you want? (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you want one else saucy one. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Five-yard check down, Lombardi trophies for every player on the Bucs, basically is what's happening. Uh, Chris Hogan, moving on from the NFL. Yeah. Ross, I don't know if you saw this, but. Lax bro. Yes, he is a former Lax bro, turned NFL wide receiver, turning Lax bro. Did I say that this is a great move for him, by the way? I like it. I, I, I'm, I'm low-key excited to, like, actually watch the one highlight of Chris Hogan and then him it'll retiring. Yeah, it'll, it'll come, come up. up. We'll find it somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, he's slated to play with the Premier Lacrosse League for all of 2021. Wow. Entry draft. I know, dude. You're good I for am. him. I mean, he loved lacrosse. Yeah. That was his first sport. He was all – whatever whatever the equivalent of all pro is for college lacrosse at penn state and he made the transition to the nfl had success and now he is able to be like fuck it i don't need money i'm gonna be a premier league lacrosse player be making below minimum wage i feel like you pay to play i feel like it's a pay to play kind of sport it's just a club that's televised (laughs) the boss what was it the what's the boston club team Cannons, baby. Yeah, the Boston <laughs> Cannons. Was that a cannon yeah. sound? <laughs> yes. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> let's move on to some NFL draft news. Trevor Lawrence showed everyone why he is the bona fide number one prospect uh, by throwing a ball pretty much fucking 85 yards, you know, yeah. on his pro day. No big deal. Yeah. That was a cannon. That, speaking of fucking cannons, that was a cannon. It was a cannon. It was accurate, but it doesn't really show anything on his pro day. Like, it's cool. No, it just shows his arm strength. I mean, yeah, it's great, but he scrambled like 20 yards and then threw a fucking bomb. I mean, what exactly is his pro day doing besides just reaffirming and giving people fucking footage, right? I don't know, but he just looks like a 12 year old fucking Swedish girl. I, I don't. What? That's a big ass girl. That's a huge. Yeah, no shit, that's a big ass girl. He's got the facial compre- complexion of a Swedish girl, dude. I don't know. Of a girl, dude. Like now crazy. we're getting to a whole another territory if we're talking about girl dudes. Girl dudes. <laughs> girl, shut the fuck up. You're dancing a real fine piece. Of I mean, I don't, line think, there, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone is expecting anything but Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars and. The, the fact that they're hyping this up is like, I don't know. It's a little ridiculous because we know where he's going. I think it maybe is hype, hyping him up for his NFL debut. I don't know. I don't know why you're giving me that look. You sucked your finger and then gave me a Yeah, look. I thought there was tomato sauce on my finger. Turns out it was blood. Yeah, because, yeah. All right. Well, Marquise, Marquise and the other Pouncey brother retired. So there's that. And Mike. Is it Mike Pouncey? Mike Pouncey's play play for the Dolphins, right? Uh, Chargers and I believe Dolphins. I know he played for the. He definitely played for the Dolphins at some point, but obviously Marquise Pouncey played for the Steelers. Uh, they both lifer. decided they were what? Lifer. He was a lifer. Uh, oh uh, oh Steelers life yeah yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of not surprised that at least Marquise retired because it wasn't that Marquise Pouncey that sat down with Ben at the end mm-hmm. of that game. Yeah, you could tell he was done. Yeah. Uh, you know who should be like, done? What? You know who oh, should have yeah. been done with him? Yeah. Should exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll get we'll 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 talk about that. Don't worry. Um yeah, I mean, I think that if you're looking at it, they've had a long careers. Um, they've both been pro bowlers and they've both been excellent. So I mean, you know, just James has James. Oh, okay. All right. Well, James, because you have so uh, politely said that you want me to fuck myself. I'll give you the NBA. So go ahead. No, I mean you could have taken the NBA. I was just writing. We're doing a live baby. Um, man, the the Celtics are just fucking hit or miss every night. They lose to the Pistons, who had six wins at the time, and then they beat like I think they won against the Raptors. Like it Celtics just to the Pistons. No, the Celtics. I'd have to look at the actual. I, the, I the, well, well, the thing I saw on the Pistons is that. They've beaten all of the top six teams in each conference. Cool. So people are playing down to the Pistons, I guess. I, I don't know. I guess they're six and eighteen or something like that. So they're not good. So I, I don't fucking know what they're doing. No. Now I got to give this credit. This was actually a blog I read today from um, somebody we follow. They follow us, Simple Mind Sports. But they brought up a good point. And Danny Ainge is not building a team. He's not. He's acquiring players without building a roster. He, he has a talent. He's putting talent, talented players out there, but for some reason, they just can't put it all together. Like, they really can't. There's no blows my mind. There's, I feel like once they start getting chemistry going, it's the end of the season. They lose in like the, the second or the third, the second round, or, you know, the, the Eastern Conference Championship. 
And then they trade away players and get new players every year. I mean, it's, it, we, we've had, we haven't had, we haven't had a set roster in the last five years. No, it's been a revolving door. I mean, whether it was, you know, injuries in the playoffs or, I mean, just the whole Kyrie bullshit. And now, you know, we get Kemba and um, Gordon Hayward doesn't play up to his potential. So they let him go. And now Kemba's hurt and Jalen was hurt. And Jason yeah, and Tatum is playing like an MVP, but then they regress. And it's just, it's a shit show. Well, then like Jason Tatum goes down and Jalen Brown goes up and right. I came or Kemba might be out. It's just, right. it's all over the fucking board, man. There's no, yeah, the, 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 by the time the dust settles, it's going to be 2025. Danny Age is going to be fired and Jason Tatum's out of his prime. Yeah, sadly, that's what we have to live with as Celtics fans. Yeah. All right. Uh, next note I have. Oh, apparently I'm writing up here now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Derek Rose. I don't know Celtics what happened. Rose trade bull. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Rose was traded to the Knicks for fucking nothing. And I love that move by them. I mean, it was a move that we, they would have wanted when he was still in Chicago and still healthy. But this new age revitalized Derrick Rose is a good veteran piece to add to their team. So, good job, Nick. You did one thing right. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the Knicks. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. but yeah, I mean, nothing else you can really say no, about it's, it. It's the, it's the New York Knicks, man. Donovan Mitchell yeah. and the fucking Utah Jazz are on a Shaq revenge tour right now. They don't give a fuck. After that moment where Shaq said, like, I forget what it was, but he's like, you're not a star, you're not a one or whatever. He was like, all right, bet. And he's like, I'll show you. And then they've just gone on a tear. They are leading the NBA with a 21-5 and record. They have just been demolishing. I, I, I can say without a doubt Shaq did that on purpose. I mean, Shaq may seem stupid, but he's really not. Like, I suspect that. He said he said before he said anything else to, to Donovan Mitchell. He's like, You're like, I, I like you, you're a good player. Like, but I haven't seen you take that next step. And I, I obviously think if if Donovan Mitchell didn't respect Shaq, he wouldn't care what he said. So obviously he took Shaq's words to heart and was like, All right, Shaq, I'll I'll, I'll prove to you that I'm a player that you can respect. Yeah. He's proven it. What he's done it. He's Sometimes. been all right, filthy. Sometimes if I get sad, I'll look up pictures of Shaq holding cans because it makes me happy. My Jamesism of the day. That's downright it's, terrifying. It's funny because you want to know what? All right, like fine. This. I'll raise you. When I'm whenever I'm sad, I look up pictures of Shaq at raves, and then I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Shaq at raves is a new Shaq at raves. God, I love oh, it. So so let's just let's let's break it down here because Shaq's always got the fit at raves. It's a wife beater t- like tank top um jean shorts and he wears uh sandals always that's that's that is the bona fide shack like that's like his izu look like let me tell you it's fucking electric forest shack it's so fucking awesome <laughs> you take hot icy hot shack i raise you i raise you electric forest <laughs> who wins in a fight shazam icy hot shack or izu shack oh my god ten times out of ten, it's i would easy. love to see a movie of just all of shacks like personas Oh my god, but Shaq has to play them all. Yeah, dude, the chicken wing Shaq. What chicken wing Shaq? What? When he was on Hot Ones, it's the fucking Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'll still take Izu's Izu Shaq. Anyway. Yeah, yeah he's he, yeah. Back in. 
Michael Jordan now owns a NASCAR team. I didn't know this. Maybe I, they have that I in the know either, but apparently it was in the NBA news because I wrote it down. So they got <laughs> nothing else going on. So apparently Michael Jordan NASCAR news is is. Uh, I guess it makes sense with North Carolina, but he'll be running Bubba Wallace. I guess this is his debut. It's, racer it said. I hope it's Bubba Wallace. It said Wallace. So I really hope it's Bubba. I don't know. We'll find out eventually. Yeah. See if we're wrong. The MVP. <laughs> And I'm out. The MVP race is just heating up. Right now, it's really looking like a split. LeBron's always going to be in the conversation. That's just the era we live in. That's why he's the best player of this generation. Joel Embiid has been on a tear. He's been like actually taking really like it. It seems like a newer Joel Embiid. He's kind of like picking his shots better. He's playing like around the team more it doesn't seem like he's trying to just he, take the shoulder of it yeah he's he's playing he's playing a better team game um and i think the sixers are figuring out what they can and can't do and they're hammering home what they can do um, yeah Embiid is has is like i think he's averaging like 29 and a half points a game um i mean and most of those most of those points are coming from the paint so that's fucking great i mean i'll take that as yeah, I, I would too. I mean, if you can if you can get those easy points, I mean, you're going to win a lot of games, mm-hmm. which they are. So they are. They're doing. It. I think they were or still are. First, they are. they're still. Yeah, they're they're eighteen and eight. I think so. They're still in first place of the East. The East is the East Eastern Conference is not good. I mean, the Celtics are thirteen and twelve, and they're sitting at the fourth seed. So that's not a very good conference. It's a very like. I mean. Like, on one hand, you could say, like, oh, well, it's a very competitive conference because, you know, not everyone's running away. But, no, it's just not good. Like, they're just not there's, – there's no there's no team that I can say is, wow, this is a really good team. The only two teams in the East that I think are even going to have a chance at beating either the, the Lakers, because most likely it's going to be the Lakers at the end of the year, the Nets or, or this uh, 76ers team. But I really think it's going to be Nets-Lakers. I mean, it just – that's just how it works. So, it's a superstar-driven sport, so – I don't know. All right, James, you want me to move on to NHL? Uh, well, let's mention before we go that Nikola Jokic is also in the conference. Oh, yeah, he's – yeah, uh, Nikola, Nikola – is that Nikola Jokic? I can't say his name. I cannot for the life of me. NBA is not my sport. Basketball is not my sport, whatever. Um, but, I mean, he's been impre- impressive for the Nuggets. I, I haven't really seen much of Jamal Murray ever since he punched – uh what's his face in the nuts um so i mean he's either been on suspension or he's just not been oh god um but i mean the nuggets have slowly been rising through the western conference ranks i mean they're sitting i think they're sitting at the seventh seed um they're just at or above 500 but i know they were doing terrible at the beginning of the year um, yeah. Obviously, a reason that they've been doing so much better is from Nikola Jokic. So, I mean, what? What's that? Nikola. Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Sure. All right, James. Why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, uh, let me. Let me uh, toss you the rock there, buddy, and you can you can talk about the college sports. All right, Zach. I have been very open about this that I have just gotten into college basketball before March. Wow. You have. Zach, let me ask you. When you, oh, you muted your mic, Zach. Yeah, no, that's because Dom's walking in. And I don't want her to feel bad. But keep talking. Uh, I'll talk to you. All right, Zach. When when I talk, when I say college basketball, Zach, 
What are the names you think of? Duke. Duke. North Carolina. No, obviously, Duke, Duke Kentucky. UNC. Come on. Duke, Kansas. UNC, Kentucky, Kansas. So, see, I thought I knew college basketball. Guess what? Duke might not make the tournament. UNC might not make the tournament. I it, think it, it's been eliminated. It's different. It's different. it's different. it's different. Well, think about it like this. I followed college basketball for a little bit, um, and I know that Gonzaga is a really good school. Yeah, go Zags. James Morrison. Um, I don't know who plays. <laughs> I really have no idea. I honestly, I don't. I don't follow college sports enough to have a stake in any of them. But I mean, with March Madness, it's just, it's just. I don't know. It just doesn't interest me, but um, I know like some of the moments are really cool and they're exciting, but like all together, like most of them are just kind of eh, whatever, but yeah. I mean, I like, I would say if I think college basketball, I think Duke UNC, I mean, that's the rivalry. You know what I mean? Yeah. But guess what? They're both dog shit. Potentially out of the tournament and kind of dog shit. I watched the matchup. It was bad. It was just straight up bad basketball. It was bad sports. It wasn't. I just, fun. I just think, I think that, I think that you know, a lot of potential recruits are realizing like you don't have to go to Duke or UNC like to be a good basketball player. Like there's other schools, other programs that have obviously caught up and surpassed them. I mean, obviously Gonzaga's one Villanueva. No, sorry, Villanova. Villanova. <laughs> I'm thinking of Alejandro Villanueva. I don't know why. More, more fucking uh, Steelers line talk, but um, yeah, I know Villanova's good, Gonzaga's good. There's a couple other ones I'm sure. If I looked at the thing, I'd be like, oh yeah, I knew they were good. I, but, could, I could give you a list, but yeah, that's the yeah. the point is I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm enjoying it. It's just a, it's just a, it's a shift. It happens, you know, every 10, 15 years, and there's just a power shift, and it happens in every sport. I mean, we we're seeing it with the NFL. It was the Patriots. Now it's transferring over to the Chiefs and the AFC. The NFC is still up for grabs, but um, you know, hockey is is kind of in limbo right now. There's no team. There's no one team that's really kind of have con- that has control over anything. Same thing with basketball. I mean, it was um, the Heat at one point in the early you know 2010s, and then the Cavs and the Warriors, and now it's the Lakers. I mean, it just it. it everything changes so much, but it's weird to have one or two teams that constantly are top tier, like product for that long. And then once it stops, it's like, well, what happened? Yeah. hundred percent. All right, Zach hockey. Let's do it. All right. Well, I, this must've had Well, First of all, this must've happened maybe two, two, three hours ago, because I didn't see the thing come up on my phone, but Alex Gachenyak and Cedric Paquette were actually just traded to the Carolina hurricanes for Ryan Dezingle. Uh Talk about making me want to throw up because Alex Gachenyak and Cedric Paquette are not worth Ryan Dezingle. I don't, I don't understand. Ryan Dezingle less than, and not greater and not equal to Alex Galchenyuk and Cedric Paquette. Um, Carolina's back six four group just got a whole lot better, a whole lot deeper, especially in a division where they're gonna be playing the they they are playing the defending Stanley Cup champions. I mean, it's just that is just the facts of life. It's not per se, it's an, not an easy division, but to be that hurricane, you know, that Carolina team getting those two players with, uh, you know, all the potential, obviously Cedric Paquette having won a Stanley cup with the, uh, with the hurricane, Jesus Christ, 
with the lightning lap. Oh no, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, he didn't win a Stanley cup. He wasn't, he wasn't the Stanley cup finals with them in 15 though. Um, but you know, he's a, he's, he's a playoff veteran. He's been there. Um, and Alex Galchenyuk was a, a third overall pick and has that scoring potential, but hasn't lived up to it ever since his time in Montreal. But Ryan DeSingle, Ryan DeSingle, why? What do you get? What do you get? What the fuck? Is this, is this a laughing sticker? A laughing emoji. I nice. found it. Uh, what do you get? Like, if you're the Senators, what are you doing? Like, this is, it's, it's just asinine. I mean, obviously, it's not something that, not, you know, a normal, like, just kind of run of the mill hockey fans can understand. But, like, just looking at the assets, it's just not a good trade. But it's the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> So you expect anything more from a team that hasn't won a Stanley Cup ever? No. So, um, uh, good, good, good luck to Ryan Dezingle in Ottawa. <laughs> Bruins have started off the season way stronger than I thought. Um, I, I know I said I was a little worried for them. The Mass Mutual East Division is definitely the division of death <laughs> um, for the NHL this year, especially after realignment. But they're playing, they're playing some lights out hockey. They got a 10, one and two record. Um, they currently own the third best goals against um, in the league, as well as the third best point differential in the league. So they're not letting up a lot of goals and they're scoring enough to keep it interesting. So, I mean, they've only lost, lost one game of regulation. It was one, nothing game against the Islanders. Every other game has either gone to overtime or they've won. So they're, they're killing it right now. Um, they play a game tonight, I believe. Um, I think they are playing the, I think actually they're playing the Islanders tonight. So that'll be an interesting game for them because obviously their only regulation loss came to the Islanders. So we'll see how that goes, but they played a really good game against the Rangers last night, very physical in the second period. Um, and the only goal it was a one, nothing game. So the only goal that mattered was, I think it was. Shit, was it Craig Smith that scored last night? I forget, but their third their third line's producing. See, my problem with the Bruins is that when they make it to the playoffs, every other line disappears except for the first line. And then once the first line gets, you know, stops scoring, that's it. There's no there's no extra help. But I, I think they're building some chemistry, some really good chemistry with this third and fourth line. And if they can continue scoring, you know, almost like they did in that Stanley Cup finals run then we might have something here but um in other i guess technically bruins news but willie o'ree's jersey retirement is going to be postponed until next year obviously for covid reasons um i know willie willie wanted hit it to be in front of the fans that he played for or, or obviously not played for but in front of the fans that he loves so much but and that takes us to our weekly division update so we got the scotia north toronto maple leafs are leading the division i think they had 23 points the Mass Mutual East, I just said, the Boston Bruins, they're sporting a 10-1-2 record with 22 points. Um, I don't know if this game is over yet. The Honda West, the St. Louis Blues were in first place. However, the Golden Knights are playing right now, and they were up 3-1 on the Sharks. So if they win that game, they leapfrog the Blues for first place in the division. And then the Discover Central division, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they're 7-1-1 there. I mean, they're playing lights out hockey too, but – not a very strong division. So I, I, I'm not giving them a whole lot of credit. Not going to lie. 
Vegas won three to one. So they are now one. Now. So Vegas is officially now the leaders in the West. So uh, the, the Honda West division. So that was our, that was our division leader update for the week. Uh, the so NHL. Yeah, said to take... Oh, sorry. <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah. My, my, what? What? Um, are you kind of eliminating the North and the West from contention then when it comes to Stanley Cup time? Like, are you really only focusing on the so, No, so I, I can't say that because we've looked at other – like, in other sports, we said, oh, well, you know, the AFC East is such an easy division to win, and the Patriots win six – and then they win the Super Bowl every other year. So I, you can't really base it off of that. This is a little different only because they're only playing teams in their division. So when they, when they make it through the playoffs, they're really playing these teams for the first time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, it's going to be tough to look at as far as that, that goes. I don't really know how this is going to work. Well, let's, let's not forget. This is the first year where we could potentially have, you know, uh, a Bruins Canadian Stanley Cup final in a long time. Bruins Maple Leafs. We could, you know, we could get, God forbid, Sharks and fucking Knights or so. Or, no, actually, we can't do Sharks and Knights, but it could be, you know, like the Lightning and the Bruins. Maybe I don't know, because we don't, we don't know, we don't know how they're physically going to reseed and structure the playoffs, because it hasn't been said. Obviously, we know that there will be, I think it's four teams from each division, 16 teams, that's your playoffs. But we don't know how they're going to see them. We don't know what's going to happen, if they're going to do the conferences like they do. And that's the thing, is that all these divisions are mixed. So are you going to hand out, you know, the Prince of Wales trophy to what really should be a Western Conference team or vice versa? Like you're going to hand the the Campbell – trophy out to say the Bruins, if they have to end up playing in the Western bracket, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and also what come playoff time, you know, is everything going to be all set because, you know, the Canadian teams just can't play themselves, you know, mm-hmm. like right. it, the, come playoff time, the borders have to be open. The teams have to be willing to play or they'll, what they'll do is they'll set up a bubble have everyone have a two week break so everyone can quarantine and then they'll make it there. I'm not sure what they're going to do. Gary Bettman hasn't said anything. We're going to get to the, uh, the, the state of the NHL a little later in a, in another segment, but something I am excited for, at least the NHL is doing right. We're doing those Lake Tahoe games, uh, Bruins and flyers and Avalanche Golden Knights outdoor games. I, I, there's just something about an outdoor hockey game, man. I don't know what it is, but most of them have been really good. I mean, I, the the couple Bruins ones that I've watched, obviously the Montreal one, they lost like six to one was terrible. The Blackhawks one was good. And obviously the one they played against the Flyers was an OT and that was a really good game too. So um, I'm really excited to watch them, you know, play a, basically a rematch of the Winter Classic game against the Flyers. Um, and We'll, we'll see what this Avalanche Golden Knights game brings because I don't know what to expect out of the Aval- Avalanche this year. Although the only thing to look forward to is, I guess, the scoring power on each team because both of these teams are can fucking light the lamp. So, uh, 
God. All right. Well, let's get to one of the biggest disappointments in the NHL right now. And that is Braden Holpe. Probably the biggest free agent signing this off season, especially for a goalie. Um, my man is straight up being outplayed by Thatcher Demko. I don't know who that is, but he has a dope name. Yeah. I mean, he played pretty well for Vancouver last year in the playoffs, like came out of nowhere and stole the series from the blues, but, but neither of them are doing good. They both have a sub 900 save percentage, basically, you know, every eight and a half shots that gets, that get taken one and a half goals going, but Dave, the cat. You said Dave percentage. So I went Dave, the cat. That's your percentage. Save percentage. That's what I meant. Um, and both of them have like a goals against average of like three, three and a half. So, I mean, neither of them are playing well. Vancouver's not playing well. They're six and 11. So, you know, for a team that took down the ring Stanley cup champions last year in the playoffs and could have potentially made a run, they just, they took a hard fall. I mean, all of 49ers. I don't even know. You tell me. Let's you move on to baseball. Me. James. Break, break it to our Red Sox fans, please. All right. All right, Sox fans. Here's a fan favorite. It's time to admit it. He's gone. He didn't do well. We sold low. Andrew Benintendi is now a Royal from a three-way trade with the Mets. Bye-bye, Benny Buttcheeks. Bye-bye, Benny Biceps. Bye-bye, Benny. Men who are single, you can now go out in Boston again and not have to worry about getting your woman stolen by Andrew Benintendi. Benintendi. Or, or, or mothers, because I know for one thing, the moms loved Benny Buttcheeks. Moms did love Benny Buttcheeks. Yeah, they did. This is true. And apparently his girlfriend is a blank. Dom, this is a that, fucking family hey, show, all right? Dom, we don't use that kind of fucking language on our show, all right? Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I know, right? You should never, ever. That's just that's just rude. professionals. We have standards. We are Fuck. the opposite of professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, complete opposite. Um, it's basically an intramural league if it was a podcast. Yeah, no, it's, it's a club team for podcasts, yeah. <laughs> Siri, uh, Siri W. That's what we are. You know, you've heard of Siri A soccer. Welcome to Siri Q. We're gonna make it all the way down. Anyway, other big trades and or signings that have happened in the lead. Adam Duvall ends up with the Marlins. Jake McGee goes to the Giants. The Cards end up re-signing Yair Molina, which I'm genuinely shocked about. I thought they were gonna be thousand years old now. Something around there, BC. Listen, if you're big uh, enough, you can stop a ball, right? Yeah. Elvis Andrus, I always fuck up his name, on the Rangers, was traded to the Athletics for Chris Davis. I love that deal. Chris with, K, Chris with a K. Chris with a K Davis. The other Chris is in Baltimore. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Davis. Braves land Ozuna for four years, and the biggest one out of them all, Trevor Bowers. Ad- Wait. The Dodgers adding Trevor Bauer to their already dominant starting pitching. Yeah, that's an OPS fucking move. I mean, that division alone has ten of at least nine or ten of the best starting pitchers in the league. The Padres in the um, the Dodgers 
that's going to be a hell of a hell of a little battle between them in the pitching department. It's going to be a fun series. Yeah, cut fun few series, obviously, but yeah, that's really all the baseball we got. Yeah, and that's that's basically all the news I have. Uh, James, you got any college college football news for me? Any draft news? Nothing. Fuck, fuck, Sage, you're at. Look at our shit. Everyone else does Sage, you asshole. I hate you. You're no longer going to be good. Good luck in the NFL. Hope you do well. For all for all those who uh, who who are not with us in our group chat, because none of you are, um, James is really blue check. He's a blue check horn. I'm addicted to blue check. It's a blue check horn. It, it's I, I will tag. Which brings me which brings me to my new segment. Um, Dom, you ready for the intervention, right? Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Intervention. Whoop, whoop. Intervention. Time. No, I'm kidding. I'm no, James is a blue check core. Um, I fucking. We'll, 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 we'll move on to our. We'll, let's move on to our next segment. I got. I. I just have a. I. I have a little uh, statement I would like to say here. Um, so for the NHL, the news came out that they had to borrow a billion dollars from an unnamed investor, <laughs> um, in order in order to stay afloat. Was, was it Doctor Evil? Um, one. I, I don't know who it was, dollars. but. I, they really they haven't said anything about it, but Gary Bettman has come out and said that he's distributing the money to each team, so that way nothing happens. James, is it panic button time? It's definitely time to tease the panic button. Tease it, tease it. Go on. I'm gonna say with the with the fan like with stadiums opening up to fans again, it's not the worst thing in the world. But man, it's not a good sign. So, it's so dumb. I, uh, I'm gonna hit the panic button. I'm hitting the panic button. This is me hitting the panic button, and I'm an NHL fan. All right. So, you have to look at the market for for hockey, and honestly, the only way hockey makes that kind of money is by filling the seats. They don't have the they don't have the TV deals like football or basketball do, you know. It, it's all it's all about filling the seats. It's all about the merch. It's all about that kind of stuff. If if they're not getting the merchandise sales, they're not getting people in. They're not getting the merchandise sales. They're not getting food and drink, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's crazy to think that a fifteen dollar beer is you know keeping the Bruins afloat. But seriously, a $15 beer is actually keeping the Bruins afloat because it's the same thing all around the league. All 31 teams, especially where they're adding a 32nd team this coming off season in the middle of a pandemic where the league just had to borrow a billion dollars. Now, I'm only hitting the panic button because I'm worried about what is going to happen with fans, fan engagement, and ticket prices and stuff like that because if they – if I expect what's going to happen is everything's going to go up by like, like 50, like 50 to 60% in prices for everything. And that's just going to drive people away. So I'm hitting the panic button on the NHL because of that $1 billion investment or, or loan really from who knows who, you know, to stay afloat in a pandemic. I understand you're a multi-billion dollar organization with, you know, Thousands upon thousands of professional athletes, coaches, trainers, uh, prospects, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And and you have to think about it like this too. They're not working inside of just the United States. 
they're in Canada. They're, they're everywhere really, because, you know, we sent, they send scouts all over the world to look at prospects. Um, right. And a lot of these teams have, I would, I wouldn't say contracts, but affiliation with the NFL. And I mean, that just, you know, if the NHL looks weak, how does that affect a worldview of the actual league, the teams, the, you know, the players, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it's time to hit the panic button. I don't think it's time to, to jump ship though. Okay. I can support that. that. I mean, I think when you look at it, you're talking about what was at one point, like a tier four league in America. You're talking about like a tier three. Like if this was the same case for the MLB, I'd be fucking destroying the panic button. I'm shocked the MLB doesn't have to do that. Well, right. Well, see that, see the thing about (laughs) the thing about the MLB is I don't fucking know where they're getting their money from. I mean, most of these play, like, where's the money coming from? And, 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 and I've thought about this a lot. I think a lot of it's old money. I think a lot of it is old money. A lot of, the, a lot of people that are in baseball now, they want change. And these, these, you know, the owners, uh, you know, management, all that kind of stuff, they don't want change. They want to keep it how it is. And that's how they're going to end up losing a lot of their money. I mean, just look at, there's no salary cap, but I guarantee you that luxury tax gets lower and lower every year because of how much money they're losing and not being able to produce a sport or a product that's watchable at this point anymore. No, they are hemorrhaging fans right now. Yes, they really are. And I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that the NHL is headed that way, not because of the product, but because the mar- I just don't think they've done a really good job with marketing and getting yeah. more fans. Like I would say, I would say, you know, the sport with the most amount of casual watchers is most likely the sport that's going to do the market. And that's clearly football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hockey is such a tough sport to market to most people because it's an expensive sport. Right. Like you don't really need much to start playing football. You need, you need football and maybe a pair of cleats and then you play, you know, hockey, you need pads, you need skates. You know, if you're a goalie, fuck for fucking forget it. You, you better have like 10 grand lying around just to pay for all the training practice. You know what I mean? So it's tough. That's the way the sport is. The sport itself is never going to change. So I don't know what they're going to do. I'm hitting the panic button, but I'm not worried about the sport itself. I'm only worried about what they're going to do moving forward with money, really. That's fair. Now it's a billion dollar loan is a fat loan. Yeah, it's no fucking joke. I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe someone will buy out the NHL and make it like the XFL. Fucking stick check to the head. It's three points. All right. Ooh. James, I got a new segment for you. I'm sorry. Right, I've been intentionally leaving this out of screen, so I'm excited to see Good. what this is. Um, I, I don't know what to call it yet. Um, I'm gonna call it, we're gonna all right, all right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Boda's newest segment. Welcome to the gauntlet. James, would you like to know what the gauntlet is? Yeah. All right. The gauntlet is lightning round questions only for James. Um, and ah. in the description, I have ADHD fun. All right. I can see that part. All right. So I if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen those, those shows on like uh, sports central or whatever, and they had the screen on the right 
and there's topics that float down and they have like two minutes to talk about it. Yeah. It's like that, except you have 30 seconds to talk about each topic. And it's not necessarily, not necessarily all about sports. All right, let's do it. I'm into it. All right. Let's dig in. Let's start the clock, baby. All right. First question. Does Deshaun Watson stay a Texan? For the upcoming season, yes, he's going to sit out and then he's going to be traded in the next offseason. Where does he go? He goes to San Francisco. No question. He goes, to, he goes to San Francisco. Okay. Love that answer. Next. Next question. Does Russ stay a Seahawk? Yes, 100%. There's no way they let Russ go. That would be a dumb move. What about next year? Yes, no way they let Russ walk. That's a dumb move. All right. What about – no, I'm kidding. Um, is – is this new girl that Aaron Rodgers got engaged to finally the girl that's going to tame him and make him uh, not make him a stag anymore? I'm not really sure. I'm going to say no because she's still young and she's not into crystals. Chaylene Woodley. I, I, Chaylene Woodley. I didn't know her name, all right? I saw a stat that she was in like eighth grade or something when he was getting drafted. It was weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, bizarre. Anyway, so you're going with no. All right, cool. No. We'll, 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 see what, uh, we'll see what Drew says about that. Um, all right. Will JJ Watt complete the Watt trifecta and open a subway in Pittsburgh? No, maybe to the subway. Okay. So sure. where, where do you think he goes? Uh, I think he goes anywhere about the Packers, please God. I'm going to go Browns or Patriots. I, I don't, I don't see him going to the Patriots. Way too early Super Bowl prediction. Go. Uh, give me the Chiefs and the Seahawks. Who, uh, who wins? I hate to say the Chiefs. <laughs> I actually choked on my own spit, but I could have thrown up at that. Um, all right, James, you have 30 seconds on the clock. Name five hockey players. One of them has to be a goalie. None of them can be a Boston Bruin. Go. Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, is Matt right. Duvall still in the league? Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. What? Is Duvall still in the league? Who? I don't know. Is that a player? You got 20 seconds. Uh, Kucherov. There's two. Stammer. There's three. Uh, Headman and Brandon Point. All right, there's five. All right, next question. You don't have 30 seconds to name five hockey players, and none of them can be a Tampa Bay Lightning or Boston Bruin. Go. All right, is Corey Schneider retired? No, he's still in the league. He plays for All the right, league. Corey Schneider. No, sorry, Corey uh, Schneider? Yeah, Corey Schneider's done. Fuck. 29 pass. seconds. No, uh, you can't pass. Taylor Hall. Uh, yes, there you go. There's one. Come on. Come on. Wayne really? Simmons. What? Uh, Wayne Simmons. Okay, there's two. Uh, 15 seconds. It was Mendoza. I don't know who that is, but I just heard it from the back. I don't know. Uh, uh, 10 seconds. Uh, oh, what the fuck? That's the guy with the Mighty Ducks. Uh, I don't know. I lose. Pass. Shaq. Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin, Evgeny Malkin. Oh, yeah, dude. Andrew Kane. Connor. Connor McDavid. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Yeah, there we go. You a lot See, harder when you're on the it's spot. the pr- it's the pressure the pressure that gets you all right next question what's my favorite color uh green yes finally Cr- cricket what is it what do you do yeah what, right. what, what is okay it? you you basically do suicides after you hit a ball but the the person who's throwing the ball has to try to hit the sticks behind you and you touch between sticks and if the bat's on the ground when you cross the line you're safe i think you get a point each time you cross the line boom that was the gauntlet, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! I could see James sitting on the edge of his seat while Megan was just slightly slipping her thumb. Megan just kept ass. giving me fucking Mighty Ducks players. I know. I could hear it. Mendoza! What? 
Who's Mendoza? What? What? Knuckle puck. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna fucking end it here. James, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide it over to you, big boy. I I signed us on. You signed us off. Let's do it. <gasps> Thank you all for joining us today on another amazing episode of the Boda Show. I was joined by Zach. Zach started off. He's the host. He hosted it. We were here. We did it. We were with you. Hi. How are you? I'm normal. Thank you again to everyone. Thank you to we don't have a sponsor, so thank you to them. Um, you can find us everywhere at Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcast. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsored by what? Water, water. Sponsored by it's everywhere. Air. Sponsored by Earth. Boulders. <laughs> you really dug deep for that one. Uh, you can find us everywhere at Boda Sports and follow us at Taping the Shaft and at Drunk and Disorderly Podcast. That's an N in the middle of drunk and disorderly and then pod, not podcast. I fucked up the name. I'm going to try that again. That's drunk in disorderly pod. Yes, it doesn't represent anything that suspiciously New England-like at all. Nothing at all. Not uh, <laughs> stay tuned for or stay tuned on our social media platforms for all of our off-season coverage. I've already been doing draft diamonds. We're going to be doing more stuff. It's going to be fucking smacking you in the face you dirty little bitch Spit on me all right wow yeah i'm feeling good about it we went from nhl mlb to bdsm yeah baby i love letters all right zach you want to say anything before we go no i'm good here's the thing yeah dude what the fuck what to do baby here's the thing is i know what's about to happen and I know we're about to get in this like checkmate. Well, but, 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 oh, so here's, here's the question. Well, yeah, okay, okay. Let's 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 settle this once and for all. Okay. All right? Yeah. They can stay beautiful, and they can also stay soggy. But you know what? They can't yeah. stay. Christy. No, whatever the hell Yabo thing he does. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is that it. That's it. In the show. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You just ended YouTube. (laughs) I I completely ended YouTube first. I I never do that. I don't know why I did that. I didn't even say bye to YouTube. Bye. YouTube. Bye. Bye YouTube. Bye. 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 Bye